Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. Lindsay, thanks for your time, mate. Really appreciate it. Um, excited for the new season. I guess that's a place to start, isn't it? And raring to go. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a it's been a great pre-season for us and the club. Um, new director of football and new manager. Um, so the last six weeks have been getting to know um, the two the two guys um, and, his, and, and and Marco's staff, which has been great. Um, and then obviously, you know, pre-season is a great time for young players to see. Uh, how they've how they've grown, uh, both physically and, and mentally. Um, you know, when you're 18, 19, 20, you know, six weeks away from the building and in a summer of rest, they come back looking totally different. And um, it's always it's always interesting first couple of weeks seeing seeing that development and growth in them from a physical point of view. Um, so we've had a really good preseason. I mean, I can't um, praise the the under 23 players enough the way they've worked. They've worked the socks off. We've we've um, We've challenged them. We really challenged them physically um, this preseason, um, and uh, yeah, we, we've we've done enough of that sort of training now. When we want to, we want to get the games games to come in thick and fast now because that's where that's where they'll be judged. That's you know inevitably where they're going to be judged, and um, that's how they progress and and kick on. So that's always a always a good thing. Uh, for people who are listening who didn't know, you went to La Manga. Yeah. Um, I believe it was red hot. It looked good. <laughs> well, it was boiling here, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, and we just increased the temperature by about ten degrees in La Manga. It was incredible. Um, most days were about hundred degrees, um, and you know you'd think we'd take we'd we'd, we'd we'd sort of adjust, but we didn't. Um, we we <laughs> we trained two or three times a day, um, every day, and you know great great effort from the lads. They were outstanding um, in in the in the work and their efforts. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a great facility, La Manga, and we've been there twice now, and it's um, it, it's just perfect for 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 what we need, what we want. Uh, the f- facilities are brilliant, the pitches are great, and we know the area now as well. And it's um, it's it, it really does serve a great purpose for us. Um, fans who watched the twenty threes last season and, and saw the squad, will the squad in terms of its makeup and the players involved it look a bit different this season? Some guys have left, as we know, David went, and a few others. Um, and will you get more of the guys back? Less will go on loan, maybe. Can you tell us what's going to happen? Um, it, it probably the makeup will will be quite similar right. uh, the way we finish the season. Um, yeah, the the more senior under twenty three players, the likes of David Hennan, uh, Connor Grand, Callum Dyson, um, to name three, that they, they've they've been and gone now. Uh, it's, it's time for them to. Um, you know, go and make careers for themselves away from Everton, and, and an opportunity for some of the younger players to who were maybe on the periphery of this of the team last year to step up and and, and really um, stake a claim. So you know, I, I mean, the likes of the Dowells and and Davises, and I'm just looking at the board now as we, as we you know, the Bennies, John Joe Kennys, they've they've gone through that process of under twenty three football and are now firmly firmly established as first team squad players or first team players. Um, so 
we've had a couple of people join us from a couple of players join us from the under 18s Anthony Gordon Nico Hansen goalkeeper so um, that that's great in itself that those those two have joined us um, so we've got we've got a nucleus of a, of a small squad but you know within that squad small squad uh, we, we we've got some exciting prospects mm. we believe anyway absolutely and just just to be clear obviously the new manager wants two players per position and so you mentioned John Joe and Kieran etc they're part of the squad yeah. Is are they completely off bounds to the 23s this season or is it potential for get games like, like like any first team squad that will be determined by Marco um, and his staff um, you know I've always been very keen for, for the under 23s not just to be a platform for our young players to to come through help develop get themselves in our first team or the possibility of a loan but to help first team players you know coming down if they need a game so we that's an ongoing discussion that we that I'll have with Marco uh, throughout you know every day and every week um, and communication has been great with, with that respect so um, that's just a game by game basis yeah. and we'll see if, if, if any of the players need a game you know the, the under 23s facilitate that you know quite easily and that that will be the priority when when as and when that happens how strong will PL2 be this season and, and, and other than ourselves of course who are the teams to, to, to sort of beat if you like um, I think Chelsea will be stronger this year they were mid-table last year I think looking at the pre-season games and up until now the squad of players that they've got they'll be very strong um, Man City are always strong Arsenal obviously having won the league will, will have kept the nucleus of, of, of those players Liverpool um, are always strong so Probably the same old, same old faces. Mm. Um, we'll be competing at the top of the league, but it, it's it's you know it's it's great. Disappointed to see Man United uh, get relegated last year. You know that that's always a high-profile game that we look forward to. And having played them in pre-season, you know they're under 18s who won the league last year. Have all stepped up into the under 23s, right. and they'll be a very strong outfit yeah. um, at that at that level this year in Division Two. So that that was a disappointment. But um, no, usually the you know the, the bigger teams are, are the stronger teams. Um, because they carry bigger squads and that filters its way down into the under 23 so um, yeah probably the likes of Chelsea Liverpool um, Arsenal uh, Leicester are always yeah. physically strong yeah. they've always got you know last year they were up there all season um, so so probably the same old faces in terms of speaking about last season in terms of the players that we brought into the club you know Gibsons, Dennis, etc., mm. etc. Et you expecting them really to almost flourish again this season because they've had that grounding out of the club of one season and they can kick on it if you like. Yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. I mean, we 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 were enabled. We were able to to bring them into the squad. Um, top talent mm. uh, at this age group looking to kick on. You know what what we would want to do is bring players uh, into our squad. You know, from from last season on, who who have a chance of playing in our first team, we've, I think we've recruited that really well over the period of time. Um, you look at Dominic, you look at Mason, you look at Brendan. Obviously, you know Brendan's been unfortunate the last eighteen months with with a couple of poor loan moves. But you know these lads have been brought in and they've they have played a part in our first team, which is why we brought them into the club. So certainly we'll look at Lewis and we'll look at Dennis over the course of the season. Certainly, Josh Bauer as well. Um, you know those players that we we managed to bring in last year to have really strong seasons this season. I want to speak about Dennis because he's perhaps flown under the radar a little bit. He came yeah. in late last summer on deadline day and obviously had a little bit of an injury towards last season. But we were aware that the first he trained with the first team a little bit and impressed. What can we hope to see 
from Dennis this season? Well, yeah, Dennis. I mean, so Dennis was somebody we trapped for about a year. Right. Um, he was in the England setup. He was. He made his debut for um, Fulham in the first team. So we, you know, he, he, he's somebody we had an eye on for a long time, and we had to be a lot, very patient, with, you know, to get him. When we managed to get him, he was he, he wasn't quite fit. He was injured. He played a few games, started to look the part, then got an injury, um, which was really disappointed because Dennis needs a lot of work on the training pitch. Um, but he's got the raw materials to, we think, to be a potential first team player. So he's he's still not probably. Hundred percent right with his knee, um, but he's a, you know he's he's a long way down the road of, of being fully fit. So um, I'm expecting him to get stronger as the season goes on. But he's an exciting player, someone who will pick the ball up and he'll drive 40, 50 yards and get us up the pitch. Great pace, great athlete, uh, technically very good. I mean, he started off as a striker, so he likes to get forward and he likes to uh, he likes to score goals. So he certainly gives us something in midfield. You know that we can play him in a three and a two, um, so it, it's the other side of the game that we're working hard on with him, the defensive side, and you know where to stand, where to be, you know how to track back, you know all, all these things that you know a top midfield player in the Premier League has to do, you know all the ugly things really, yeah. um, and you know it's a work in progress. Is it harder now for young players to bridge the gap to first team than it was when you first joined, or? Are we an exception to that rule? I, I don't think it's hard. I think the process here is right. Yeah. I think we, 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 we have it right. I think we've always done it right. Um, what I think we do well is that we challenge our players um, in the under-23 team, if they're in the under-18 team, if they're a new player. We challenge them to consistently perform. Um, which gives them then a, a window of opportunity either training with our first team, playing in our first team or getting a loan um, to a team that will increase the profile again year on year, you know, the likes of what Matty Pennington's done, yeah. Cam Connolly's done, um, but every individual's journey is different, so what I think we do here, what I think we do right here is that we'll give them an opportunity to train with the first team um, everybody comes to watch our games from, from from football league clubs, so they know that they've if they're performing well, the chances are that they, they will get a loan move. So every every individual player, we 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 scrutinise as an individual uh, within a team, obviously. Um, so I just think we get it right. I think we get the opportunity right, and I, it's a word I use all the time. If the opportunity is right to play in the under twenty threes, if they're younger, that's that's what we do. If the opportunity is right to train with the first team but get game time here, that that's what we do. Obviously, if your talent is that good, you go straight into the first team squad. You know, like a Tom Davis, that that's that's you know we get that right as well. And then obviously the loans, we're big believers in the loan system as well. The youth loan policy changed that a little bit. Um, so now we have to, yeah, we have to be really careful and picky on a the club that they're going to. Are they going to play? Is it the right time to go out on loan? Um, you know, is that is that just to clarify that we can't recall them? Is that yeah? The so the they go window to window yes, now. Yeah. Um, was the youth loan? It would be a month, and then we, you know, if they weren't playing, we could call them back and yeah. get some. So for me, young players at this age group, it's all about getting game time. Um, game time is where you're judged. Game time is the reality of first team football. Um, you know, some players need 
game time and training time as well if there's flaws in the game flaws in the the, the technical ability or tactical ability, tactical ability so it's very much an individual case but we're big believers in the loan system and you know we you know we would never step stand in the way of a, of a young player um, who was offered a loan uh, move if we felt it was the right challenge for them and they were going to play there's no point there's no point in them going out, out, out on loan if they're not going to play and um, at the same time they you know they have to be able to have the same realities of a first team player so they have to compete for the position and place in the team but you know we've had a couple of loans over the period of time where you know a lad's gone out and and not played and that and that that's no good to anybody um, how when you when you think about that and, and the and the need for them to go and play how far down the pyramid are you willing to send our players if you think well they're just going to play so would you, you know can you send them into non league football because yeah, you know it, they will play every week it, it's something we've done it's something I w- we would do um, again it's an individual case basis if a player we felt wasn't getting in the under 23 team and he's he's all he's all he's too old for the under 18s well you know in a, in the, a non-league team would come in for him and he's going to play and it was the right non-league team absolutely mm. yeah yeah there wouldn't be there wouldn't be an issue um, we've done it before yeah. um, and I'm certain that we'll do it again the Royal Blue podcast from the Liverpool Echo the Royal Blue podcast from the Liverpool Echo when Marcel came to the club and before Marco was appointed uh, in the official statements if you like he spoke about finding a coach who wants to work with young players what was your reaction you must have been pleased you know when you heard <laughs> I was um, I was absolutely delighted it was music to my ears I was dancing down the corridor when I heard that I have to say because you know I'm very passionate about the development of young players at this club it's something that I think we've done great over the years I think it's something that you know one of the philosophies of, the, of what this club is, is built on you know the foundations of this club going back to know 50s 60s 70s are you know we create our own players and I think the, you know the stats have, have always backed that up and I, and, it, and it's wonderful but you know I don't just want anybody playing a food they've got to be the, they've got to be good enough mm. uh, something I say to our young players all the time you know you've got to be good enough and if they're not good enough then there's no way I would ever you know go to whoever was manager of Everton at the time or now Marcel and say you know this player is ready when they're not because that just wouldn't be right for me. It wouldn't be right for the player, and it wouldn't be right for the for the manager. So um, they've got to be good enough, and I think that's why a lot of players, a lot of teams come to watch our our young players because they know the schooled right, and and if they are ready to go out on loan or they are ready for our first team, well then we'll 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 shout that from the rooftops. If not, they'll stay here. They'll 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 learn the craft, and and they'll go out when they are ready. Marcel's obviously had his hands full with a lot of first team yeah, matters. Yeah. Well, obviously you've you've had meetings and talks and discussions yeah. with him. Has he been able to portray to you already his vision for the academy and the young players? Has he been able to give you some of that insight, well, if you like? Uh, well, um, yes, is the is is the answer. I think he, you know he's he's you know, by the way he's a he's a top guy. Uh, really, really enjoyed working with him so far. Um, very knowledgeable, very passionate. Gets it. He, he, he gets it, and and he gets this club. And he's passionate about young players being developed and young players uh, coming into a first team environment. It, it you know, I, I don't understand in this day and age why why you wouldn't because it's a young man's game and um, you know we we can save the club millions, absolute millions. You only have to look at what we're paying out for for top talent now. Um, you know, even if one player comes through, we've 
you know we've done our job but that's anyway that's a, that's a side issue because you know I would never settle for just one you know I, I expect all our players to be um, potentially uh, for our first team players for Everton but yeah he has he's been great he's been great and he, he, you know he, he's got a, he's got to look at the first team squad now um, and that's his main priority just coming in the building with a new manager as well but I'm sure in time you know we'll spend even more time than we have together um, and and in really discuss you know not just under 23s but under 18s and going all the way down the pyramid of, of academy football of what's required and what's needed but but his knowledge of young players and the young players that were already here right. was very very impressive and um, I was delighted and I'm delighted that you know we've got two two guys you know director of football and manager who are not afraid to play young players mm. but I, I must stress if they're good enough absolutely and, and you know I, I would never throw a, a player at the first team manager or director of football if I didn't think they were good enough I think that's really really important that the standards are so high that we set that you know if a player is promoted from our team into the first team um, that they're ready and that they've you know they can go straight in what I don't want is I don't want a player to just go in and make a debut and then never to be seen six months you know two years six months a year down the line you know you never what what we want to do is we want to create players that can play for Everton for for years and years and years, mm. and I think the current batch that we've handed over, you know Tom, uh, Dominic, Mason, you know John, Joe, Benny, Kieran, you know, you you can keep going. I think the players that can compete, and you know, can go in and play ten games, twenty games, a full season, um, for years and years to come. You know, all these guys are. Um, are young enough to be able to spend ten years here, and um, you know that's that's what I want to produce um, in the job that I do. In the time you maybe have got to understand how Marco wants to play, is there one thing that you're going to be able to tell your your lads about? Look, you're all good players. That's why you're here. But there's one area that you're going to have to be absolutely on point on every time we play, and the manager and the Marcel are in the stands because if you're not. You, you won't you won't feature is it you know Marco's big on organisation he likes to press he's obviously big on possession as well is it, is it one thing that you would tell I think, them I think when, when I've spoken to Marco and, I, and I've looked at his teams and played against his teams obviously in, in that period when we played um, we played Watford the, the way Marco sets his teams up the way you know he wants to work it's very very similar to the way I work and, and, and the way the under-23s work obviously you know the the the, um, you know, the quality from a first team point of view you would exit you know it's obviously better but um, yeah pressing um, high up the pitch uh, technically excellent physically outstanding mm. um, you know working for the team within a really compact team shape uh, in whatever formation you decide it, it's nothing that we we don't already do yeah. um, you know the blueprint for a Premier League footballer at any level particularly at this club at the top level is you've got to be physically outstanding mm. you've got to be able to work for the team um, both with the ball and, and without the ball you have to have a tactical understanding um, and you have to have the mentality to be able to do that in front of 40,000 people mm. in a in a bear pit of Goodison Park Um we are able to pass on our experience about that, and but the blueprint of the requirements of, of the development of a, a Premier League footballer don't really change. Right. 
speaking of experience and you touched on there um, last season your own personal experiences how much is that going to benefit you as a coach and a, a manager if you like going ahead into this season and beyond um, well it didn't change me so my, you know, my, the way I know that this what, what this club expects from individuals both staff and um, players how a team should play um, when you're representing Everton um, that that didn't and won't and hasn't changed me at all because I, I know what our fans require um, I know how to produce you know young footballers you know that that hasn't changed um, I think what it, what it, what it's done is it, it, it gives you a massive appetite to want more of it um, and just like a young player who wants to play every single game you know you must aspire to be uh, be be better um, so I always want to be a better coach, um, but you know it, it, it's not changed me at all. And, but I, I know where I'm going and I know what I want. Mm. Um, speaking about sorry, speaking about sort of players who've returned to the football club in recent times, we took uh, Jose back on for a season, didn't yeah. we? He's since moved on. Is that how you imagined the whole process would end up being that he would go and get himself a football league club again? That was the plan. You know, we we sat. Um, we sat in this office and we've had many chats um, and I cannot speak highly enough of that man um, he's since settled down he's, a, um, he's got himself a good girl he's had a baby um, you know he's become a man um, he stopped messing about um, and you know he, he threw himself into this team and the way we wanted to play um, and you know we are, we are all glad that he's been able to sort himself out with the club that was always the plan from day one and uh, with with myself and the chairman um that was that was what we wanted and um you know we we looked after one of our own and i think that's really important for me that um you know this team the way we work you know we are able and and, and we afford people like jose and jack rodwell that opportunity if they need it because I mean that's what we're all about. Um, you know this is a special football club, and you know if you lose sight of the values of things like that, well then you're just like everybody else, and um, we're not like everybody else. And and I think when we do things differently like that, question marks can be can be raised, and people will have their opinions. That's absolutely fine. But I stand by that. I stand by what we did, and um, we've done it recently with Jack, who who hopefully will now get his. You know, only on a very short term we did that with Jack and it looks like he's going somewhere else and I'll do it again in the future I have absolutely no qualms about that It's um, this team is to help young players it's to help first team players step down like an Umar who we who we, yeah. we rebuilt we're rebuilding Brendan Galloway at the moment Tyus Browning at the moment um, it, it's a platform for Tom Davis it's a platform for young players like Calvert-Lewin and Holgate it's, it's, it's four or five things in one which helps people be, which helps players be better players, and and if they come with us for a week, if they come with us for a month, and then and then go on to bigger and better things, it's job done. You sound like you get a lot of satisfaction out of that element of the job. As I've got a lot of satisfaction off from from Jose. Um, obviously, Jack has only been in for a week with us, but you know we, we've helped him as well. Yeah. Um, it, it's it, it's part of the job. I think it's part of this job. I've been in this. This is my sixth season now as as, as under twenty three manager. Back with the under twenty three season. The, the position has evolved into um, working with the first team, working with the academy, 
um, but also recruiting younger players for the first team. It's 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 always been a platform for for our own academy players to come through. But it's taken on its own sort of um, team, if if you know what I mean. And and I think we've got a great staff who who can help Jose and we who can help uh, Jack Robwell, who can help Umar. You know, it's not just a reserve team or an under twenty three team. It it ticks a lot of boxes for me that maybe it wouldn't have ticked three or four years ago. Um, and I'm very proud that we do that. Mm. I'm very proud of our charity work. I'm very proud that we, you know, we you know do things a little bit differently because. It all adds up to, to, the Everton values really for me. Mm. Just, just uh, a final one on on uh, Jose. He had a difficult season in terms of injuries. He felt yeah. Did you wonder whether actually it would come good in the end for him? You might have to wait a bit longer. Or? No, I, I knew it would take a period of time. I, I mean, he missed a big chunk, didn't he? And and he's um, um, he needed a, a real detailed physical program um, he picked up a hamstring a calf you know all muscle injuries that we expected to be honest with you but we had to we had to throw him in at the deep end to 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 have those injuries to come through it at the end um, and and some of his performances for the under 23s when he played were, were outstanding and he was great in the dressing room and he was great for younger players coming through um, and that all was part of the deal mm. you know he threw himself into the community community side with Henry Mooney who speaks glowingly of him. Um, so he's been able to change his life, not just as a footballer, but as a man as well. And um, I think because of the help that we all gave him, he's a better man now for it and more stable. And, you know, he, he knew he was in the last chance saloon. And um, I'm very thankful thankful that we were able to, to help him. Um, just before we finish, you spoke about games you've got some tasty games in the international mm. cup I mean that's a yeah. great draw brilliant draw um, apart from the long trip to Brighton unfortunately we have to go down there but no, that the, the, to be fair the Brighton setup is is fantastic but yeah it's a, it's a competition I've always enjoyed um, it, it it it's it becomes a bit more real mm. uh, these these teams are uh, streetwise savvy um, play B team football you know something that mm. you and I have spoke about <laughs> a lot that something I'd love for us um, do you think that's? Do you think it would ever happen? Well, I'm 44 now, and if I'm sat here when I'm 70 and we still haven't got a B team, I think there's something fundamentally wrong. Um, we're told we always talk about the development of young players uh, at every level. You know, Chelsea, Man United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Everton, Tottenham. You know, all these these great teams that have produced their own great players. There'd be there'd be a lot more, in my opinion, if you look at. Um, the development of the B team and I've always said it doesn't matter what league you pitch us in at uh, or where we start but just just let us try it you know let us try it you know if we went and played I don't know Southport or Chorley or or whoever you know we'd take fans with us we'd increase their gates we'd make the league better you know you only have to look at Chelsea's under 21s last uh, the other night they you know they thumped Swindon 4-0 you know what an unbelievable result that was. So you know what I think: a it makes your own te- young players better, quicker, and b I think it makes the league stronger. And and you would, you know, you would you would have a better competition in whatever league we would start in. Mm. But that's my that's my biased opinion. Um, I'm passionate about the job that I do, and I think that it's, you know, I I see young players. I mean, I can understand the argument 
from, from football league clubs. But you know, if you're talking about the development of young players, it works in every other country. Why wouldn't it work in this country? You know, it's a very naive perspective from people to say it wouldn't work or they're not because you know if it works everywhere else why wouldn't it work here mm. um, but we'll see we'll see when I'm 70 years of age whether we're uh, whether we're still in the under 23 league or not excellent Humsy. thank you very much for your time mate. okay really appreciate that brilliant the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo